This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show on Faith Talk 1500. First, let me say this show's your show. That's why no matter what I discuss or which guest I interview, your input is valued. If it's in the news, on TV, at the movies, whether political, social, economic, whatever, at some point I'm talking about it on Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Faith Talk 1500. Praise the Lord. It's time for the Saints' Perspective with your host, Pastor Brian Edwards. Be blessed as you receive practical principles from the Word of God that will minister to your daily walk of life. Please stay tuned as we listen to the Saints' Perspective. Come on, clap your hands for the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to I want to speak to you um, a little unusual um, I would say unusual message. I want to pre- preach from a phrase in the text of scripture and not uh, the text of scripture itself because most of us know this story um, but um, I want to preach from this this text or this phrase in this text. And this phrase is found in Genesis chapter 17, uh, verse 15 through 19. And then also the same phrase is found in Genesis chapter 18, 10 through 15. So um, let's, let, let's begin. Then God said to Abraham, as for Sarai, your wife, you shall not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name and I will bless her and also give you a son by her. Then I will bless her and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be from her. Then Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said in his heart, shall a child be born to a man who is 100 years old and shall Sarah who is 90 years old, bear a child. And Abraham said to God, oh, that Ishmael might live before you. In other words, let Ishmael have the blessing. Then God said, no, Sarah, your wife shall bear you a son and you shall call his name Isaac. I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant and with his descendants after him. Take note of verse 17. Then Abraham fell on his face and laughed. Go to Genesis, the 18th chapter. Let's read 10 through 15. Began. And he said, I will certainly return to you according to the time of life. And behold, Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. Sarah was listening in the tent door, which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old well advanced in age, and Sarah had passed the age of childbearing. Therefore, Sarah laughed within herself, after I have grown old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord, being old also? And the Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh, saying, shall I surely bear a child since I am old? 
Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, I will return to you according to the time of life. And Sarah shall have a son. But Sarah denied it, saying, I did not laugh, for she was afraid. And he said, no, but you did laugh. Look at verse 12. Therefore, Sarah laughed within herself. Look at chapter 17, verse 17. Then Abraham fell on his face and laughed. He didn't just laugh. He just fell out laughing. Sarah laughed. Abraham laughed. So tell that person next to you, and I'm going to touch on that. Tell that person next to you, faith is no laughing matter. Come on, say that again. Faith is no laughing matter. Now, you, you understand that we have this great, giant, big God who is cosmic, who is spiritual, who is just, just mighty and, and powerful, all-powerful. And then we have to understand this great big God in this limited mind. So many times in this limited mind to really understand this huge, massive, when I say huge, I'm not talking about big as in uh, what you think big, but, but just so awesome and, and so great. And to really understand him, it takes revelation or uh, you, things must be revealed by the Holy Ghost uh, because um, without revelation uh, from the Spirit, you really would not understand who God is. Well, do you have Bible? Yes, I have Bible. When Jesus tells his disciples, whom do men say that I am? Uh, they say, some say you're Elijah, Jeremiah, uh, a prophet. And then he looks at Peter, or he looks at the disciples said, whom do you say that I am? Peter says, what? Thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus' response was, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my father in heaven. So to really understand who God is, it takes revelation from the spirit. Are you hearing me? Now, I am reminded of something that I heard uh, a few years ago uh, from, from Dr. Charles Stanley. Uh, he said uh, on a television broadcast that I was browsing through, he said, uh, I've learned, and he's in his 80s now, he said, I've learned uh, this in life. He said, obey God and leave the consequences to him. Obey God and leave the consequences to him. And then he explained his point that uh, if God told you to do something, it is God that has the responsibility to bring it to pass. It is God who cannot lie. It is God who, according to Psalm 138 and 2, has exalted his word above his name. So God's resume should convince you that uh, God can be Trusted. Therefore, we should be very comfortable 
obeying God and dealing with the consequences from your obedience. Um, it's it's kind of like this, and I'll say this also, when we talk about uh, this story of Abraham, you'll understand um, that the act of faith um, requires a promise of God or a promise from God. Uh, in other words, you, you, you act on faith based on a promise. God always gives promise. And then what will come to pass will be by revelation. So the promise will be revealed to you and then you will understand it. But you first step out on the promise of God. Are you hearing me? Uh, so uh, please understand that whatever comes your way as a result of the obedience, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to obey God's word. I'm just going to obey God. You should be assured that God will take care of the consequences. If it were that simple, if it were that simple, if it were that easy to rest in the fact that if God told you to do it, you can be assured that God will take care of the details. But, but many times, uh, this position or this, this trusting God is pronounced in theory. Uh, but in actuality, we obey God, but when the circumstances come, some of us back up. Some doubt, some fear, some are even too scared and fearful to step out and obey because of the failure aspect. Are you hearing me? So uh, I am reminded, even uh, when I was writing this, I was reminded of this idiom that uh, the world says, you've heard this, some of you heard this, you know, the devil is in the details. Y'all heard that? Um, well, spiritually, you can't apply that because sometimes uh, when God uh, gives you a promise, uh, the devil will get into the circumstances and the situations and, and all of the pitfalls surrounding the promise. And he'll get you to focus on the circumstances and focus on the situation. The promise has not come yet, but if, you, if the Satan can keep you focused on things or situations uh, and, 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 and circumstances, he could probably get you to doubt the promise. Are you hearing me? Uh, so um, sometimes God's people of, of, of from circumstances surrounding a thing, they'll focus on these things rather than the thing or the promise itself. And it is those circumstances that can sometimes discourage people and then they ignore or forget about what God has promised. If you are not careful, it is those circumstances that can cancel the faith and trust that you had in God's word. Uh, because it's like this. Um, the details of a matter are its most problematic aspect. Think about that. The details of a matter are its most problematic aspect. In other words, if, if the devil or Satan can get you just 
looking at the details and the circumstances, um, it, 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 it can, you can lose your focus from believing God. So I was led to this story and the events of Abraham's life, and, and we can learn from Abraham when, uh, what to do when God speaks to you and also what to avoid uh, or what not to do when God speaks to you. Now, now, Abraham is an interesting person in the Bible. Um, why I say that, Abraham is interesting because all three major religions revere Abraham. Uh, all three, you know, Muslims, uh, to Muslims, Abraham is a leader of Islam. Uh, he is recognized as a patriarch of the Islamic faith. Abraham is recognized as the ancestor through whom the, 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 the Islamic prophets came. Now, to the Jews, Abraham is the father and founder of the Jewish nation. That, you can find that in, in, in uh, Genesis 12. God calls Abraham from, uh, from, from the land of Ur, Ur of the Chaldeans. That was a, a, um, uh, a Gentile um, uh, idolatry type of of city, and Abraham was called out to found the Jewish nation. To the Christians, we regard him as the father of faith, and we are adopted into the family because of Christ Jesus, and all of the blessings of Abraham is imputed, is, is, is given to us because we are adopted into that family through Christ Jesus. So Abraham is interesting because Every three uh, major religions, they, they uh, notice and revere him. Also, you will notice that there are several life-changing events that God allowed Abraham to experience. So in chapter 8, you will read that God told Abraham, or at the time it was Abram. Uh, Abram was his birth name, and he, his name was changed from Abram to Abraham. Uh, so, so God told Abram to leave his country. Now, you can read chapter 12. Leave his father's house and his family and go to a land that God would show him. In other words, that's like, that's like you get up in the morning, you hear the voice of God, and God say, leave your home, leave your mother, leave your father, and go to a land I'll show you. Didn't even just, 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 just start walking, and I'll show you where to go. And, and in other words, that's, 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 that's called total obedience to God. And, and sometimes total obedience to God will take you from comfortability or the familiar to the unfamiliar. I'll say that again. Sometimes obeying God will take you from the comfortability or the familiar to the unfamiliar. Are you all out there? Abraham left on God's promise. I wish you just look at that. Abraham left. There was no, there was, there was, there was nothing shown. It was something promised. You'll miss that. Nothing shown, but something promised, promised by God. And watch this. God was so detailed. A land that God would show him. God would make. And watch this. God would make him a great nation. This is all in uh, chapter 12. God, watch this. God will bless him. And then watch this. He said, 
God said, I will make your name great. Some of y'all looking for a title to be great. God said, I'll make your name great. I'll I'll bless you. I'll make your name great. And God will make him a blessing. I'll bless you and I'll make you a blessing. What that means is not only will I bless you, um, you'll, you'll be a blessing to other people. I'll make you a blessing. Whoever comes in contact with you will be a blessing. That, that's powerful. And then he says, uh, you so bad, uh, I'm going to bless those that bless you. And then I'm going to curse those that curse you. And then, the, then he says, and in Abraham, all the families of the earth would be blessed. Now that's powerful uh, that, and, and, and he went on that promise he, he, he moved on come on say he moved on so, so in chapter 15 I want to get to the point here God told Abraham that he would be blessed with an heir a seed an offspring a son in chapter 15 we are introduced to a phrase in the Bible that will show up periodically. But the first time you see this in the King James Version, it says, fear not. The first time it shows up when God is speaking into Abraham's life. See, that that lets us know that the opposite of faith is not doubt. The opposite of faith is fear. If if Satan can, can bring fear to make you scared to step out on God, he wins. So, so um, Ab- God tells Abraham, fear not. And you'll hear that when, when God is getting ready to talk in the Bible, he'll say, fear not. Because a lot of times it is naturally, uh, when God says something unbelievable, uh, it's, it's just hard for me to understand. So he says, fear not. Uh, so so those, these, these events, God tells Abraham to, to go, and, and, and he steps out. God said, I'm going to bless your seed. I'm going to bless your heir. Uh, And then uh, he said something in uh, verse 6 of chapter 15. And he believed in the Lord and he accounted it to him for righteousness. In other words, Abraham believed God and it was imputed to him or it counted to him for righteousness. In other words, God counted Abraham righteous for his faith in him. Now that is a benchmark to our salvation. We are saved in Christ because we believe. So so we believe in faith and we are counted righteous righteous because we believe in Christ Jesus. So that's a benchmark to how we are saved. We are saved through faith. I'm sorry you didn't save cuz you thought cuz God thought you were all that. He didn't save you because your family was all that. He saved you by faith in Christ Jesus. So, um, uh, as believers in Christ, we benefit from imputed righteousness. Now, the last thing you will see uh, that's impactful in Abraham's life, that after uh, he gets his son Isaac, um, God told or tells Abraham to sacrifice the promise. Now, I'm not going to deal with that story, but you mean to tell me you give me a child and you tell me to sacrifice him? Um, And all of these three elements are 
things that Abraham took action and stepped out and believed God. So I'm trying to paint a picture here about uh, what, what God is really calling for us to do. And, and Abraham is, is that example of really believing God. Are you with me? Uh, so uh, um, you have to understand. So uh, I submit to you, now this is for us, that all believers are given promises from God. I'll tell you never, you got a promise from God. Now, 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 some of you all are waiting for this audible voice, you know, Tom Hogan, this is God talking. Uh, if you just get in this word, <laughs> you'll find a lot of promises that belong to you. Are you hearing me? So a lot of us are given promises or the believers are given promises from God. God is saying to you, step out, leave, move, start, begin, stop. Step out. You complete that. Leave. You complete that. Move. You complete that. Start. Begin. Stop. And the execution of the next level, the next chapter, the new dimension is for you to believe God and obey God. I'll say that again. The, the execution of the next level, the next chapter, the new dimension is for you to believe God and obey God. Y'all going to make me work up in here. I'm going to take this coat off. Uh, so, so now I want to take you to the text where God spoke to Abraham. But I really need you to understand. Uh, tell your neighbor, uh, neighbor, the execution of the next level Next chapter, new dimension, is for you to believe God and obey God. So now let's go to the text. God spoke to Abraham, and Abraham laughed. Isn't that amazing? God spoke to Abraham, then Abraham laughed. God spoke to Abraham about Sarah, and when Sarah heard about it, she laughed. Think, think, think about that. Uh, God speaks who is never a comedian. Sometimes they, we, we think God has a sense of humor. You don't see that in Scripture. He ain't trying to make you laugh. He's trying to get you to walk in faith. Why? Did Abraham and Sarah laugh? Now, it, it's interesting, but let's go back to the text because uh, I think you would laugh too. But let's go back to the text. Uh, chapter 17, 15 through 19. Then God said to Abraham, as for Sarai, your wife, you should not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name. And watch this. And I will bless her and also give you a son by her then I will bless her and she shall be a mother of nations, kings of peoples shall be from her. Look at verse 17. Now this is powerful. Then Abraham fell on his face and laughed. You all see that there? Then Abram, what? Now, now watch this, uh, brother and sister and he didn't just laugh. He, he just lost it. 
Say that again, God. What? 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 He, he, he just laughed, and he says, "The Bible says." Then Abraham fell on his face and laughed. He says, "This uh, shall a shall a child be born to a man who is a hundred years old, and shall Sarah, who is ninety years old, bear a child?" Okay, let me, let me bring it home. Y'all looking at me funny. I'm just reading the Bible. That, that, <laughs> that's like Mother, Mother Edwards telling me, you know what, I want to I wanna get married and have a son. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm going to laugh too. <laughs> but but, but, but you, see, you see the perspective. You're asking me something that is just, in other words, humorous. Now, let's look. And, and, and then Abraham says, uh, uh, can, you, can you give Ishmael the blessing? You know, uh, it, you're going to do something supernatural, but let me really understand and comprehend it. I'm, I'm going to try to help you with that comprehension because uh, we try to comprehend things. Can, 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 you, can, you, can you use Ishmael? What God said, no. Sarah, your wife, shall bear you a son. God bless you. We hope you have enjoyed the Saints Perspective broadcast. If this ministry has blessed you in any way, or if there's an area in your life you would like Pastor Edwards to address, feel free to write us at New Testament Church. The address is 15003 Joy Road, Detroit, Michigan, 48228, or call us at 313-582-1610. Again, that number is 313-582-1610. To learn more about our ministry, you may visit our website at www.NewTestamentChurchDetroit.org. We say unto you, the blessing of the Lord be upon you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. Sponsored by New Testament Church. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.